Welcome to the Christ Quarter. Thank you for taking a quarter of an hour out of this day to enjoy the presence of Christ and the words of Christ. Today, let's read a section of scripture, discuss what it means, and also how it applies to our lives. I hope that God will speak to you through my words and, more importantly, through his scriptures, and will bring you closer to him. I am blessed and thankful to have this time to speak with you, and I thank you so much for being with me here today. I would like to thank This and That for sponsoring us today. Call This and That at 919-693-7058 or visit them at 125 Main Street in Oxford, North Carolina. You will be pleasantly surprised at what you'll find, I'm sure. Today's scripture selection is James chapter 2, verses 14 through 26. The King James Version reads as follows. What doth the prophet, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? Even so, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works, when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. Ye see then how that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. Likewise also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works, when she had received the messengers, and had sent them out another way? For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. The NIV says it this way, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that, and shudder. You foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together. And his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do, and not by faith alone. In the same way was not even Rahab, the prostitute, considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day, 
We thank you for the freedom and the ability to discuss your word and enjoy your presence. Help us to understand your word and your will for our daily lives more fully. We ask that you bless this discussion of your word, that it will speak to someone who needs to hear from you. We ask that you use these words to bring someone closer to you and that you will touch their hearts to love others through action in your name. That each of us will do something to show love to their neighbor in action as well as in word. That each of us will do our best to represent you to the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The verses for today are urgent and shocking. James is very directly telling us that we must take action in our faith and do the work that God has for us. He is pointing out that those who say they love God and believe in the resurrected Jesus but do not take action in their faith are similar to Satan's fallen angels. That's shocking. Have you ever thought of yourself as having anything in common with the fallen angels, with the demons? Similarly to how Jews, Muslims, and Christians have Abraham as a pivotal figure in their lineage and structure of their faiths, but differ greatly otherwise, Satan and his fallen angels believe in God and probably know the Bible better than anyone you know. But rather than worship God and work for his kingdom, they follow Satan and work in his kingdom. Like many Christians, they believe in the resurrected Jesus and they take action because of it. In this way, they are more faithful than many Christians. Why is that? Because they take action in their faith to work against the kingdom of God and to harm the people of God. No wonder it falls on us to have more than just faith, but to act. The very devils themselves know who God is and recognize Jesus. Mark chapter 1 verse 24 makes this clear when the demon spoke to Jesus. Saying, let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. So believing in Jesus alone does not save us. We must join the team, God's team, put on our armor and get to work. Can we be saved with just faith in God? John chapter 3 and verse 36 says, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. If you believe on Jesus, you have everlasting life. It doesn't say if you believe on Jesus and do five faith-based acts every week, you'll have everlasting life. Belief and faith alone can save you. But what kind of faith does a person have who does not wish to help those around him, help those around him who are needy? Who does not want to do the will of our Father God in heaven? Even the demons do as much for Satan. So let's get right to it. James starts off our scriptures for today quickly. He goes right into his point saying, What good is it to have a faith but do nothing? The people around you are hungry and poor and in need of material things like clothes and shelter, but you do nothing. Choosing instead to say to them, be warmed and filled. This can be taken in two ways. It can mean that the person is saying to the truly needy person, may God warm and fill you. It can also be that they're saying, go and get yourself warmed and filled. Either way, they're being dismissive to the needy person. If you are telling them to help themselves, you're being callous to the person's needs, basically calling them lazy. The second way is almost as bad. 
dismissing them by saying, may God take care of you while they walk away themselves, warmed and filled. They have forgotten two things. One, we are to love our fellow man and help those in need if we can. Second, we are God's church. We are his workers, we are his hands. When we verbally bless someone with a brief prayer request that God help them, we're forgetting that God may well intend for us to help them. God may well intend to help them through us. James is bluntly telling us to show our faith through works, specifically working to help those around us who need help. Helping someone does not always mean giving them food or clothes, though. There are many ways to help people. There are as many ways as there are people. Every situation is different, and God has equipped us with various gifts to address those different various situations. Maybe we can cook for someone, but maybe someone else can share a meal with someone and mention the verse that will touch their heart in a way that God had prepared them for, had prepared them to receive. Your words may be the start of what God wants them to do or how God wants to move them where, to where they need to be. Another person may be able to tutor someone or apprentice someone and by their example, how they treat people, just simply show the love of God to that person. We all have gifts and many ways to act in God's kingdom, many ways to work in the family business. James finishes up today's scripture by referring to Rahab the harlot. Rahab ran an inn and was also a prostitute. It is likely that since she ran the inn and was a prostitute, that she was also in charge of other prostitutes. She is certainly not someone we would choose to hold up as an example of virtue, faith, and godliness. But James holds her up to us as an example of someone who is justified by her faith. Rahab risked her life to hide two Israelite spies, saving their lives because of her faith. Despite her scandalous actions, probably things she did before she saved the spies and after she saved the spies, she was still justified by her faith-based works and her faith. To be certain, we cannot work our way into heaven, but faith that does not move our heart towards some action to help the people that God our Father loves, which happens to be everybody, or to further the kingdom of God in some way, that's a faith that needs to be examined. None of us can even begin to question another person's faith, but we must always examine ourselves, going to God, asking Him for understanding and what we should be doing, asking Him for understanding and who we should be helping, a specific person or a group of people, um, talking with a stranger in a restaurant or teaching an online Sunday school class, and so on. We all have a God-given to-do list, and God has equipped each of us to be able to complete our tasks in the time we have here on earth. It is up to us to actually do it. That concludes our scripture discussion for today. Thank you for spending this time with me, talking about, learning about, and enjoying Christ. It is my hope that God has used my words to touch you today and has brought you closer to Him. Please contact me if you wish to have further information about Christ. You may email me at blackhattoday at gmail.com with Christ quoted in the subject line. You may also call or text me at 832-377-0044. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I would like to thank This and That for sponsoring us today. Call This and That at 919-693-7058 or visit them at 125 Main Street in Oxford, North Carolina. You will be pleasantly surprised at what you'll find. If you would like to learn about podcasting or have your own podcast, please share your name and any questions you have with me. Also, let me know what you would like your podcast to be about. During September, I will be choosing two people who will receive their own 15-minute podcast episode. I will personally help you with producing your episode, and it will be broadcast on the Christ Quarter podcast. I think it will be a lot of fun, so share your name with me by email at blackhattoday at gmail.com or text at 832-377-0044. If you'd like to respond to anything I've said here today, please leave a voicemail or text at that same number. I'm Kirk Royster. It has been a privilege to talk with you today, and I look forward to talking with you again soon in person. I'll see you next time right here on the Christ Quarter.